Welcome to the Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Communications Lead. Each fortnight on Mondays, we interview a local expert from a different cropping region to provide you with a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Regional Update. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, each fortnight we check in with an expert from a different cropping region across the country to get a regional update from them. And today we're heading to the southern region and we'll be hearing from Taddy and Grower and agronomist Craig Drum. Craig joins me now. How are you, Craig? Good, Jess. How are you getting on? I'm good. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role because you're a grower and you're an agronomist? Just to give us a bit of an overview. Uh, yeah, so we're situated down here in the southwest of Victoria, high rainfall zone, 550 mil, rain, 550 mil rainfall. Been down here since 2008 and uh, farm here with my wife on just a small acreage and work as a private consultant in this part of the world. Great. And we are going to get a regional update from you today. Can you give us a bit of a rundown of what conditions your region has been experiencing? So we have finished harvest eventually. The last couple were sort of um, still going mid-Feb, but we, we have finished. Uh, we've had a really good harvest, so can't complain, well above average. So sort of wheat, sort of a lot of wheat in this area, sort of between that seven and eight tonne, and a few guys up around nine tonne to the hectare, and, and a lot of canola between you know, three and four tonne, and a few guys have even averaged over four tonne. So they're the two main crops. There's a few favour beans and, and, and a bit of hay, sorry, oat and hay here. And there's still a reasonable chunk of livestock through this part of the world, mainly sheep. So they're all happy now. So we've got a uh, we've had a really wet January and dry February, which has mean we've got a lot of green feed around us. And at the moment, we're not spraying that out. Our biggest concern at the moment is we'll be too wet at sowing, which is obviously a bit hard for the rest of Australia to understand. But um, mm. so put on top of that, what we had a really early break last year with storms around this time last year, and we never actually did dry off around November, December in 2020. So there's every chance we'll go into sowing with a continuous green bridge of about 14 to 16 months. So it'll be interesting to see what that what um, surprises that throws at us come sowing time and early emergence. Yeah, right. No, interesting. And herbicide-resistant ryegrass, that's quite an issue in your area in Tatooine, Victoria and surrounds. How have you been dealing with this situation with your clients? Number one is probably the same a lot of other people have been using is hay. So, so hay's been a really good technique for us and working quite well. The other, probably the other main technique is if we do have a blowout or have an issue where a paddock's getting out of control, there's water back in the pasture for the livestock to um, keep it under control. So there are two major methods we're using. And then after that, we are seeing a few more guys starting to get into a few more non-cereals, in particular legumes and in particular favour beans. So we've seen a significant increase in the favour bean acres through this part of the world, which is obviously giving us a few other options there with a few different herbicides. And uh, they're probably the main methods we're looking at at the moment. We're obviously rotating a bit of chemical and a few things like that, but they're probably the main two to three things that we're using as tools to try to keep on top of things a bit. Yeah, cool. Awesome. And uh, our Southern Extension agronomist, Yana Dixon, she said there's also quite a bit of weed pressure from last year. And so can you just go into a little bit more detail? We've kind of touched on it a bit, but what's your approach in dealing with blowouts potentially going forward? Yeah, Jess, you're spot on with what Yana said. There was a lot of ryegrass pop up in the crops here late, late last year, and it is something that does happen in this environment that we get a lot of late germinating ryegrass. So we might have the crop clean. May, June and even into July and then ryegrass that germinates in August, September still has a chance to poke its head up and seed. We normally don't get full canopy closure until or sometimes early October but definitely mid-September. 
So uh, late last year, there probably was more canola crop pots um, just before wind drying than normal. So that was obviously that area significantly increased. Probably a big concern this year is that with where hay is and that market being so flat and, and most guys got full sheds and think they won't you know, sell half of that, plenty of speed around, that there's probably not as much hay going in as, as normal and there should be given our rye burden, ryegrass burden. So we have seen a significant increase in interest in harvest weed seed techniques as another tool. It is a tool at the moment we're basically not using down here. And that's mainly due to a, a little bit of research that's been shown that we're not getting into the, the header front in the first place. So when harvesting wheat, which is a significant crop in this part of the world, never ready before New Year's Day, if not a bit after that, and quite a lot of ryegrasses shed or fallen on the ground. But mm. I think we're, there's quite a few guys, including myself, thinking that we need to make that work here. So we've got to look at you know maybe maybe wind drying crops a bit earlier or changing varieties or just finding you know maybe narrow row spacing or increasing our sowing rate to keep that ryegrass there and, and, and sitting up tall maybe so we can get into that header front because it is a, it is a technique at the moment of that big six that we're not using it at all here. Yeah. So I think okay. it would make a big difference. Yeah, well, fingers crossed that, uh, yeah, there can be some uh, innovations in that space for your area because it does sound like it would hopefully help uh, if you can get it right with the crop choice and that kind of thing. Now, speaking of WeedSmart Big Six principles, what are some of the principles from the Big Six which have been making a dent in weed numbers in your area, Craig? Rotation, as I said, would be number one. So either that bring pasture back into the face a bit more or, you know, hay or, or that paper bean. And crop topping, they're probably the main two we're working with. So obviously that, that legume mix we're starting to increase and obviously crop topping in canola. We've got more and more guys sort of setting themselves up to get used to and using a bit more paraquat. So that's the other thing. There's a great presentation by Peter Bastalas last week showing that this part of the world has got the highest level of glyphosate. So the Western Districts is the highest level of glyphosate in Victoria. Is it the highest level to resistance? glyphosate in Victoria so and like significantly higher so we really do probably need to get guys here to start using a bit more paraquat at knockdown or have the products alliance and yeah. the rest of those sort of non-glyphosate options so we've got guys thinking about that and starting to use a bit more of it but probably not as much as they should be but there is a, a swing starting to head that way now too mm. um, so they're probably the main three of the big six that we've been uh, looking at with with obviously and genuine inquiry into the harvest weed seed control. But that'll be a year or two off yet. You know, guys are, you know, we'll hope to have a few guys will have a bit of a play and we'll see if we can work on trying to use those techniques before it, I would have thought before it takes off. But even that, even if we can just get guys looking at it and, and considering it is a, a step up from where we have been. So um, the other thing I should mention there, Jess, crop competition, we actually, we probably always have been, because canopy closure takes so long here, we probably have been sowing a bit higher than normal for that reason, right. um, just for crop competition. So that's probably a technique that's been used here for a long time. Yeah, great. And it, that does help. But yeah. yeah, and we've covered quite a bit, uh, but is there anything else in regards to weed control at the moment that growers in your region should be aware of, Craig? Just to emphasise that report from Peter Bastala, that a lot of people have sort of been concerned about glyphosate, but to see that random survey where we've got 46 glyphosate resistance through the Western District of Victoria is, I think that's number one that people, that it's actually arrived, it's here and it's a real genuine problem yeah, definitely. so uh, that'd be probably number one in terms of weed control and anyone listening I'd probably and they hadn't seen that presentation from Peter that I'm, you know, that it's actually here and is quite prevalent through here so that you know, start looking at rotating if you don't like using, you know, paracord or spray seed, set yourself up with, you know mask and right protective gear and all that sort of stuff and 
and you know it is a tool that we're potentially going to have to stick with if you want to say drip drilling or you know other intention. The other thing that a few more guys through this part of the world will probably do this year, we've got really big stubbles after a really good year. There's probably no, there will be more stubble burning, and hopefully that will um, reduce the ryegrass numbers a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And border tips, are there any border tips you'd like to offer growers for this time of year specifically, Craig, before we wrap things up? Oh, the main one is just be wary of that green bridge. So as I, as I said at the start of the conversation, that's probably my big concern going into sowing and, mm. and early emergencies that, you know, it's a bit, what I can gather, you know, we haven't had a green bridge that's lasted for this long, a continuous green bridge for you know, 14, 16 months for a long, 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 long time. So yeah. there, there, there will be something that'll be surprises, but just be wary that, yeah, that is going to, yeah, that's probably my big concern going into yeah, this year is what surprise is it going to bring up for us? Definitely. Well, hopefully not too negative of a surprise. And, uh, yeah, really candid and great responses and great advice there, Craig. Really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat with us on the regional update. No worries, Jess, any time.